Hello and welcome to the third episode of our podcast, Three Orange Whips. I'm Emily. Thank you so much for listening. It was Adam who chose the film for this episode's reviewing and it is the 1980 horror classic The Shining. Directed by Stanley Kubrick and based on a novel by Stephen King, The Shining follows the story of Jack Torrance, Jack Nicholson, a husband, father and writer who is hired as winter caretaker of the eerie Overlook Hotel in the Colorado Rockies. Upon his hiring, Jack is casually informed about the hotel's questionable history, including the fact that a previous caretaker mysteriously went mad and murdered his family inside the hotel, and that the hotel was built on a Native American burial ground, a ripe setting for freaky events to ensue. Accompanying Jack during his winter seclusion is his wife, Wendy, Shelley Duval, and their son, Danny, Danny Lloyd. And let's not forget Danny's imaginary friend, Tony. This film is a must-see for horror fans, fans of Stanley Kubrick, and fans of fine cinema in general. There is a reason why this film is so famous and is referenced in almost every horror film that has been made since. Just to give you a few of the famous quotes, we have, Here's Johnny, All Work and No Play Makes Jack a Dull Boy, and of course, Red Rum. And if you've ever seen the freaky horror movie shot of two little girls standing at the end of a hotel corridor, that's in The Shining. And if you're like me, you may have first been exposed to The Shining through the fantastic Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode with The Shining, where they do a fantastic and hilarious rendition of the story. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend looking it up. You'll find it on YouTube. And I would also recommend this film to anyone who saw the brilliant American Horror Story Hotel because you will see how much of that series was inspired by The Shining. This film is also a fine example of director Stanley Kubrick's work, who of course also did 2001 A Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, Eyes Wide Shut and Spartacus. Kubrick co-wrote the screenplay for The Shining with novelist Diane Johnson And the story is also a credit to the unfailing, enormous imagination of horror writer extraordinaire Stephen King. Together with excellent acting performances and a chilling musical score by Wendy Carlos and Rachel Elkind, The Shining is a highly enjoyable movie that is unsettling in all the right ways and a masterful exploration of unease and tension. Without further ado, let's take you back to our discussion. So welcome to our third episode of Three Orange Whips. I'm Emily. I'm joined once again by Adam. Hello. And Tom. Good evening. And tonight, Tom has been very excited for this film selection. And Adam, you had the honour of choosing our film tonight. Would you introduce it for us? Uh, it's The Shining. I first watched this, um, the first introduction to this was Simpsons. House of, uh, yeah, Tree House of Horror. Horror. The Shining. The Shining. And then I think I first saw this on like a SBS horror special. Yeah, they do those things every yeah, they have years ago when this I was a vintage. Teenager. Yeah, that's cool. That was ahead of the time. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick yes. classic. Directed by Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. and released in 1980 and based on a novel by Stephen King. Say no more. Yes. The novel was written in 1977. So once again, we're looking at a quick adaptation. And I I think I'm the only one here who hasn't seen it before. And Tommy had quite the interesting um, experience when you first watched it. Yeah, so I grew up like everyone in our generation where their dads always talk about The Shining. And classic scenes or moments or the fact that it's one of the greatest 
you know, horror, thriller, whatever you want to call it, ever made. Mm-hmm. And um, it was probably just before uh, the age of 18. I was probably maybe oh, maybe 16 or 17, actually. And it was uh, summer holidays or school holidays down the beach at Queenscliff with uh, Adam and Tita when they first started swinging hands. <laughs> and they invited me down for a couple of nights and the weather was abnormally cold. Mm-hmm. Windy, thunderstorms, just the perfect setting for my first shining experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, we watched it on a little old laptop screen, if my memory serves me correct. Yeah. Obviously had a disk drive back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it was totally and utterly gripping. Uh, I think from memory it might have been the first time Tina had seen it as well. Yes. Um, so for us both, we Adam was just getting his kicks because at one point, you know, we were looking out the windows and we could see the silhouettes of the trees moving in the wind and mm-hmm. them scratching on the on the, the roof and so on. So it was really, uh, it was fantastic. And then it just it it changed the way I judged good cinema and good mm. film, and uh, it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, The Shining has received an 8.4 on IMDb mm-hmm. and 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Another good one. Yeah. Another good one. I'm surprised not higher, actually. Yeah, I was surprised as well. This is, this is actually of things that we've reviewed so far. This is the lowest rating. Yeah, I think it's because it's more of a cult film. Like, yeah. it's not. It's a film that's not going to be watched as much as the others, I feel. So, mm. man, perhaps that's why. Um, I don't think... How high do horror movies rate, anyway? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. it's... It's, That's um, right. It's it's a very an acquired audience yeah, taste. Yeah, short taste. Yeah, phenomenal uh, use of sound in this one as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Great cinematography as all the other ones we've we've spoken about. But I think yeah, this just has that raw sort of eighties. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's just wonderful. But yeah, an amazing sounds. The use of horns in the in the in the soundtrack and just constant tones mm. so not necessarily melodies but just tones mm. and just yeah you'll you'll see <laughs> yeah. i think for me it was one of the first movies that uh made you think beyond yes. seeing it because mm. you know not giving it away there's there's things that can there's things that happen and then upon the conclusion of the movie you're like you're guessing and everyone has their different theories and I think on this one, I've seen, I reckon I've seen this movie maybe, I don't know, over five times. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I still come up with, yeah. I still can't explain what it is. I think I th- you're 100% right. It was one, the first time I saw it, where I think I was just a little bit too young to really appreciate the ending, mm-hmm. or just the entire film. And then the second time I watched it, and every time I do think about the film, there's there are moments where, yeah, I still can't. It's just... It's what's so fantastic about it. Mm. It's like the great unknown. What drinks do we have? Okay. Oh, yes. Scene? What do we have? So, to, so tonight uh, we have some Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. It's, just, it's not a bourbon. It's a Tennessee whiskey, which is a natural thing. In the movie, he Jack uh, orders, He I believe the quote is... Isn't it... Doesn't the bartender ask him what he wants and he says, the hair of the dog that last bit me or something like that? Oh, I can't remember that, but all I remember is him saying, if you, if you had a glass, if you handed me a glass and a bottle of bourbon, 
would be happy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So and he actually drinks Jack Daniels in the movie on ice. So tonight we have some Jack Daniels on ice. On ice. On ice. Oh, yeah, Smell the barrel. <laughs> yes. oh I'm really interested to watch this for the first time because I know so much about it from pop culture. Mm-hmm. And for example, like Adam said, from the Shining episode yeah. of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I know a few <laughs> of the quotes and <laughs> iconic <laughs> moments. Um, and I've seen images of, you know, like the corridor in the hotel and that carpet pattern. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Cause I, and I suppose this, this film influenced so many horror films that came after it that really its, it's influence is still being felt today in yeah. modern horror films. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. So, let's do it. Let's <laughs> go watch it. Let's go project. Listeners, be warned that spoilers ensue. That opening sequence... Over the lake and the mountains. It's yeah, just that was perfection. pretty great. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And there was one really great moment when the camera, because at first it's obviously it's an overhead yeah. shot taken from the air in a helicopter, you assume, mm. and just goes over the lake and the mountains and then it comes to the road yeah. and then it goes next to the car and then, as the car's driving yeah, on. on that and, then it, and then all of a sudden you think, oh, now we're in the point of view of another car going yeah. around the other one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just veers off the road and yeah. just goes off. Yeah, yeah. And continues like going overhead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a really great, um, mm. a really great shot that set up the tone of the mm. film really well. And the, the music was really outstanding. Yeah, yeah. And the score was a great score. Mm. One thing I I got this time, you know how it's um, you know you got the the days, mm-hmm. you know the black screen and it's got the days and. It repeats throughout the... It's counting down to the moment. And then I think the the last time you see... Well, not last time you see Jack, but how it happens again, but then he's frozen. Yeah. I think that's like the final step. <laughs> so first it was, uh, it was a winding road, then it was the interview. Yeah. And then it was like the months, and yeah. then it was the days, mm-hmm. and then I can't remember... If it and went it the, was time, sort of hours, the time, the hours, oh, that's yeah, right. yeah, and yeah. then yeah. it was his, he was dead. Mm. So it was yeah. like counting down counting to that down moment. To I, just, I never thought of that. Yeah, that's a really good point. I always thought it was just like a dramatic thing to see his face, but mm. I think it sort of cut that. Yeah. Like it's, it's counting down. But yeah, I've got different theories now on the ending. Because mm-hmm. you know how it mentions you are always here? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I always thought like, you know, he's, he's here, he's a reincarnated spirit or is he a demon or had all these different th- theories. But I don't know if it was the cutting of of this this version that we had that Tom mentioned or mm. or what. But I think my theory is that when you die there, you become a member of the 1924 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1924 New Year's party. Yeah. So I think like the caretaker before that he has a bathroom scene with. Yeah, Mr. Grady. And then oh, yeah. he's at first he's like, I'm just a waiter. Mm. So either he doesn't know mm. who he is mm. or he's pretending he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And it's like then Jack was the next caretaker or the next one to die or go insane or whatever. And then at the end, he's the newest member yeah. at the party. Of the July 4th party, yeah. Yeah. Or was he, or is that from that party, are the spirits there? Mm. But then he's not 
don't know. It's so yeah. hard. I try to figure it out every time because, uh, and then there's the whole complexity of Danny as well and Tony. Um, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's so loaded. Yeah, it's still so profound. And especially I did pick up on this time when Jack does say uh, it was like he was having deja vu and he'd been there oh. before. Yes, yes. I'd never noticed that in any of the other times. And this time I thought, mm. okay, this all ties in with the photo at the end. Yeah. Um, so he says, yeah, he says I've, I've been here before. It's like I knew what was around every corner. Yeah. Really fascinating. Yeah. Um, but again, it still gives us no further insight. It's just that, okay, it's loaded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the old lady, we still never really find out her significance, oh, yeah, even though she's true. in the room. So it's another. There are so many random little kind of exposures. You get the old lady, then you got the random dudes getting it off in that room. Yeah. Got, I, I think it's, it's. I think they're all spirits. Yeah. Or yeah. I interpret it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all I think spirits. So. It makes more sense when um, you interpret it that way. And when and what does the uh, the chef say? He goes. Uh, it's like burnt toast. Things that happen. Yeah, left behind, yeah. things have yeah, left yeah. behind oh, yeah. in this place. Sometimes, oh, of course, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, mm. so you're seeing what's happened before and a lot of random interesting stuff. Um, yeah. The blood getting off the elevator as well, I'm not sure if in the the version I've got, Wendy actually sees, sees that. it again. Yeah, yeah I don't mm. remember that. Yeah. I always mm. remember it because... It just happens, yeah. Doesn't who does Danny see it originally? Yeah, yeah. He sees it in a vision. Ah, he sees yeah. it when he's yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah. In the vision. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure you see it again yeah, in the movie later on. Oh, you see it a few times through yeah. da- through yeah. Danny in yeah. the, through Danny or Tony. That could this could be the original theatrical. That's what I was thinking. Is that um, is perhaps what we're seeing But yeah, so they're definitely those visions. Then are yeah remnants. He's seeing what's happened before then, and that old lady must have died there or something. Yeah, well, you assume um, she's half rotted, yeah. basically, like a corpse. <laughs> I loved my favourite thing mm-hmm. is the sequences of uh, the build-up, the um, suspense when they're following, the camera's following the Danny. Yeah. On the tricycle. I just remember watching that the yeah. first time yeah. like, in the living room, yeah. teenager, watching it for old man, and I'm yeah. like Fuck. holding yeah. the pillow in front of my face, <laughs> like just waiting for... Something to happen and yeah. the suspense yeah. is building yeah. and the music and no, just <laughs> following him down yeah. those hallways. He, and when he turns those corners, yeah. Yeah. every corner. excellent. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed That's those really... scenes as well. It made me want to get on a bike and follow him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is really fun. Yeah, the sounds as well, going from the yeah. floorboards to the carpet to yeah. the floorboards to the carpet. And then onto the kitchen and then back to the floorboards. It was just... Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, I loved how the house, well, not the house, the hotel, the hotel is a maze inside and then yeah. you also have the actual maze yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. So I think the hotel is, is it wasn't a set, it was a... Yeah, it's a real it's hotel. It's a real hotel, but I don't, I don't, the maze was made up, mm-hmm. I think, or wasn't yeah. part, it's yeah. not part of the hotel. Yeah. How good is that shot, that overhead shot of the maze? Yeah, and there's... Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a miniature. Yeah, yeah. But... For 1980, the the moving figures, Danny and his yeah, mum. Right. I don't it's, think that's... You can't superimpose yeah, yeah, so I think that was like a crane shot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, pretty good. Right. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, impressive. Um, I I adore the the sort of the time warp scene. So when he's walking past the gold room the first time and you hear the music, you see the smoke haze. Mm. And then he walks in and 
Yeah, there's there's Lloyd at the bar. Oh, yeah. uh, I love those scenes. I think they're just so romantic and, and sort of they capture that time so well. And then again, he says, yeah, your money's no good here. Oh, yeah, um, you know, order, Did he say order of the house? By order, yeah, orders of the house, that's right. And yeah. then he says, uh, you're not to know yet or something yeah, like that. Or yeah, yeah, so, that's not, something not your concern. Buttons. It's not your concern yet. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> One thing I did notice, but I don't know if it's just like it was part of the wardrobe or I'm looking into it too much, but I noticed when when the waiter, the caretaker before, you know how they go, he spills yep. it on him and yep, they yep. go to the bathroom? Yep, yep. yep. One of the girls that walks past on the back of her dress, mm-hmm. it looks like a blood stain of like... Um, like claw marks, oh, wow. but I don't know if it was just like the print of the dress and it was like a shimmer of the light, <laughs> yeah. or if it was like a bloody hair mark. I'm not sure, but yeah. I gotta go. I want to see it. Gonna... <laughs> Look at it again. But um, there are those little subtle things that, yeah, like you said when you mentioned the deja vu and everything that yeah. you see that um, from the start something's gonna happen. So yeah, I, I love those scenes. I think, and the bathrooms in the film are outstanding. Again, <laughs> just complete time warps. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Amazing. And the first time or second time I saw it, I thought the old lady might have been like the aged ghost of Grady's what? wife. However, yeah. she's too old for it to be because it, it's only ten years apart, nineteen seventy yeah, to nineteen eighty, yeah. and she can't age that much. Because yeah. yeah, she starts off as the young younger lady, but then yeah. she's probably too young to have been his wife as well in that sort of vision Mm. that he's having. It's really fascinating. There's so many unknowns. Known unknowns. (laughs) So obviously the girls are his daughters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they they want him to stay there forever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) With him. And how good is the the flashes between the massacre and standing there. Yeah. And And I think the, the, the... the star of this movie was the kid, Daniel. Yeah, yeah I can't. He, he was amazing. He was really, really good. Yeah. He, um, Completely convincing. From yeah. what, I, what I read, I don't know how true it is, but what I read on IMDb, he, he was told it was, going, it was a drama, mm-hmm. um, the movies, and I think all scenes he did, and I think only the one scene which had violence in it, I think when Wendy's... When she thinks that Jack abused him, mm-hmm. I think that was a doll, a life-size doll of him. It wasn't oh, actually him. No way. Something oh, like that. Yeah, I was reading. Yeah. So, so yeah. apparently he didn't know. The actor didn't know till he turned seventeen. He didn't see the full cut mm-hmm. till he was seventeen. He knew that it was a horror movie. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. but, yeah, but he, I oh. thought he done excellent. Yeah. 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 Even the first scene with Tony when he's hardly he's speaking but hardly moves his lips as well. Yeah. No, no, no. Tony. Yeah. That's <laughs> Danny. incredible. Like, uh, yeah, how he, how he does it from the get-go is so yeah. convincing. And the red rum. Yeah. It's so, like, spine tingling. When yeah. You know, the red rum, like, you know, you don't really... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then revealed in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, red rum. And the famous, he's Johnny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she goes, she proper freaks out in that scene as well. You can yeah. see her. She's like going to have a heart attack. Absolutely. And then when the axe comes through completely yeah. and she just uh, like freaks her out again. going to pop out of her head. Yeah. And I think that after filming that film, she was very disturbed and, yeah, um, yeah it took a real emotional toll on her. Mm. You'd be having nightmares, especially about that place. My God. Yeah. 
Amazing, amazing location, but yeah. that building. Whew. Yeah, and even even though it was, mm. you know, it's a creepy hotel, I yeah. couldn't help thinking it was really beautiful. Oh, it's absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's yes. enormous. Yeah. yeah, and every room, like that ballroom and yeah. uh, oh, the, the room where the he Colorado writes. Colorado Lounge. Yeah, amazing. yeah, the lounge was the amazing. Giant fire. Yeah. And that scene where she's swinging the bat as well, you're just oh. like waiting for her to trip up the stairs yes. or him grabbing it. That I think was yeah, done really well. Yeah, the fact really that she well. never turns goes, around. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash <laughs> your brains. <laughs> I'm just going to bash him right the fuck. And it's just like, whoa, this is escalated. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, someone's yeah. going to die. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember uh, the first time I saw that, I was like, yeah, he is proper mental. And you can just yeah. see how he develops. It's done so yeah. well, the sequencing and the cutting and... They must have filmed it, and yeah, he must have. He did such a good job. Yeah. Um, sort of in that that transition from yeah, sort of a you know a humble rider that mm. just wants to be away for the winter to a proper genuine nutcase. Yeah, um, and when he has those flips, like yeah. even sort of from the beginning, he just goes from normal to mm. suddenly psychotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, within a moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. As I was watching, I thought, wow, this, this guy, like, just his character is a bit of an arsehole just the whole mm. way through. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it escalates. Mm -hmm. I just love that there's no context as well. Like, you know, it's yeah. just this, you know, takes place over a few months. You don't know anything about her or him. Yeah. You just know that, it, yeah, he, you know, hurt Danny once and, you know, he's a struggling writer, teacher. Yeah. You don't know anything about her. Yeah, you don't. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting. But uh, you know what I thought is is so convincing as well is the uh, the general manager, Mister Allman. That scene mm. with with Jack Nicholson and him. And he's showing uh, him around the hotel. No, no, just sitting at the desk. Oh, even he just does convincing. such a convincing job yeah. of, of explaining. And you're just like, this is not an acting. This is a real guy yeah. talking about the hotel. It's really. Yeah. I thought, yeah, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, yeah, yeah I've never seen such acting. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's yeah. just those, those minor roles, I think. He was, he was chosen really well for that role. And, yeah, um, I agree. I like how it all works up to it. Like, it's mm. slow to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very and slow build. I, I like that because it's very suspenseful. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, at the end, you, you get everything you wanted. You get yeah. those frights. You, yeah. Get the, yeah. you get to see it all in the end. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I think like a yeah, good yeah. like sort of horror thriller is is, is yeah. a big build yeah um, with a satisfying gore or, or fright at the mm. end and then also for me what draws me to that like sort of genre is is the backstories mm. like, you know they always got like what what is the story is it spiritual is it like ghosts is it like demonic is it you know yeah. And then you try and look back, look into the lore of it and say, where does it fit in, you know, with... Yeah, that's true. Old story. And that's what, like, really draws me in. It's just like, is it the Indian, Indian like, yeah, they mentioned the Indian, Indian burial ground. ground. Is it a curse from that? Is it, yeah. you know, just the things that have been happening there, this, the horrors of building up, like you said, the burnt toast, mm. the lingering spirits or... You know, or was he, was Jack always there, which means are they beings or like, you know, demons that are, go out into the world and come back to mm. kill? I don't know. It's, yeah. I'm sure there's many theories. Yeah, it'd be interesting to read the book and see if that yes. explains anything. Yeah, for sure. I'm just reading up on potential theories of yeah, that, yeah. of this photo because it's, I, I need to know. 
yeah. what people are sort of theorizing. It, it really finishes it off yeah. well, doesn't oh, it? That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I was th- when um when Jack has the conversation with the Jeeves character. What was his name? <laughs> Uh, the uh, in the, the bathroom, the um, yeah. yeah, yeah, the first caretaker, yeah, yeah. Um, and when Jack was saying to him, Oh, you're you were the caretaker, and he's like, Oh, well, no, and yeah. Jack says, No, you were, I you know, I read about you and whatever. And I thought, maybe so, maybe so, obviously, in the time period that Jack has somehow been transported to, that murder hasn't happened yet, obviously, and this guy is not yet the caretaker. So, I thought, maybe. Is Jack somehow influencing the past, and like, is he planting that seed in this guy's mind, and then he's gonna go out and and kill his family, like become the caretaker and then kill his family? And I thought, well, maybe there's like these two timelines are influencing each other, and like, obviously, the same thing happens in this present time with Jack because it's it's the caretaker who's like convincing him, like, come on, you gotta you gotta do it. Yeah, you tell me you do it. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Because mm. he says, uh, what is it when he's Locked in the pantry. Yeah, when he's locked in the pantry. He says, uh, I'll let you out if you do it. Or, yeah. Or you've got to finish it or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. And, there's, and obviously, he then lets him out of the pantry, which was locked. Yeah, yeah. And so we assume that this spirit has some physical power. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. to open the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and we saw we also saw evidence of that when Danny got strangled exactly. by the lady yeah, in, the, yeah. in the bathtub. Yeah. So these spirits mm. have the ability to physically mm. manifest. Manifest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, very interesting. I just picked up on something that I've missed every time, and mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people do. So the caretaker that murders his family, his name is Charles Grady. Okay. And the butler is Delbert Grady. Ah. And so what the a potential theory is, is that Jack Nicholson, uh, Mr. Torrance, was a guest at that ball mm. in 24 for, for 4th of July. And he is, uh, it's sort of like this cycle mm. that he is a sort of reincarnated or it's like a continuous cycle and that Charles Grady, who murders his family, is another version of Delbert Grady, who was the butler, mm. and it's just spitting out, and it says, it's this, oh, I've got it, oh, <laughs> it's incredible, um, so, it's so intense. Well, I was glad that the ending, Wendy and Danny get away, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was good, because I wasn't sure if that was going to happen or not. <laughs> <laughs> How is um, the chef? He's, uh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't get away. Yeah. <laughs> he goes all that trouble, oh, no. all yeah. that concern. <laughs> he travels all that way. Yeah. That's what. Oh. I mean, he's just. Yeah. Yeah. Although, it was kind of worth it in the end because he's the one who, who drove the vehicle up, yes. which then Wendy so, and Danny used yeah. to get away. Yeah. Yeah. So that it impact, was worth though, it. When, when um, uh, Jack Torrance just runs out and you can almost feel the impact of the axe, it's like the most perfect. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> makes him airborne. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I definitely oh. felt that. And again, you're like, okay, which bollard? Which bollard? Yeah. And still, every time I forget where it is, <laughs> if he comes out from behind or if he does come out. Yeah, because the there are, um, it looks like lamps. Yeah. That yeah. just hang sitting yeah. next to the, like, yeah. it looks like yeah. 
someone's feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shadows. I'm sure that it's done on purpose. It's incredible. It doesn't seem... I think, yeah, it's it's such a masterpiece because, yeah, no one... Uh, I've just read a couple of theories then and none of them are sound. They're just theories, yeah. fan theories. And yeah. Kubrick, they're saying that he's he's too masterful to have made that mistake of Charles. He deliberately made one character, Charles Grady, and the other Delbert Grady. Or not mm. Kubrick, but the author... Yeah. Um, yeah, Stephen King, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. for a reason. So, yeah. other thing was as well. It um, potentially it's about never, yeah, never checking out. You that you never leave mm. the Overlook. Perhaps the photo. Once he does die, he's sort of forever imposed in a, in that photograph as a memory of the Overlook. Oh, and then yeah, the whole thing of him going properly insane, writing a, a four hundred pages of. Yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> I all love that. Yeah. Play, makes Jack Jack a doll boy. boy. I mean, that is that just again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that really freaked me out the first time I saw that, and especially all the patterns of. The, yeah, the different ways that he's written yeah, it to make it look yeah. like at first glance it's yeah. a proper manuscript yeah. <laughs> with the dialogue yeah. and everything. Paragraphs, poems, like yeah. excerpts, triangles, and then there's the scene as well. That random scene where he's just throwing the ball against the wall. Oh, yeah catching it and you think something's going to happen and yeah, yeah you're just trying to figure out what he's writing. thinking yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah when the ball rolls to Danny keys in the door it's open uh, there are just so, so many who, things who put the keys in yeah. it a spirit or yeah. whatever is oh. in that hotel or did yeah. Jack do it yeah, yeah. yeah. and then uh, <sighs> you know, what's his name Dick Halloran mm-hmm. oh yeah the chef yeah, yeah the chef yeah he tells Danny, don't go in yeah. room 237. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, obviously he knows that yeah. something is in there. Well, the yeah. first time, yeah, and it's locked. Remember, he stops and yeah. gets up and then it's locked, thankfully. And then the yeah. second time, yeah, the ball rolls out and he's tempted, absolutely yeah. tempted and drawn in. Is it after that moment, after that door was opened, that things really escalated? Or yeah, yeah, kind that's of when going... he had the strangle marks and that's when shit hit the Is that when Jack so, so, yes, that's that is that's the trigger point because yeah. what happens is... Jack goes to the bar. Mm-hmm. So after that point mm. when he goes to the bar yeah. is the first time you see you're seeing anything yeah. that's not like real. Yeah. He's he's either hallucinating hallucinating or he's or it's 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 a real, you know, thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then that's when I guess you can say he has the drink mm-hmm. which is his demon. Mhm. Cuz he's given up Yes. And then um, from there it escalates. He's that's when he starts being even more of an asshole. Mm. And then you see she starts doing his job, and he's not sleeping. And then when yeah. the Danny walks, into Danny the goes room. in. <laughs> he's awake, sitting on <laughs> so the bed. So still awake. not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. So really, for me, up until the point where um, the ghost lets him out. Mm-hmm. It could all be in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So up until that point, and he then, could just be an insane man. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's right. He's clearly not. That's what always blew my mind. She, she yeah. sees the stuff sees as things. well. Yeah, and that's when so, we realise there is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, that that famous line of it was built on an ancient Indian <laughs> burial ground. We had to fight them off. You know, like that just. Yeah, oh, and no the more. story of the cannibals as well. Yeah, yeah. Had to resort to cannibalism in order to survive. <laughs> it's okay, mom. I know what it is. I saw it on TV. <laughs> I 
See, he saw it on the television. <laughs> anyway, that's when you see that he's probably a little bit crazy. Well, you can as well. see yeah. the whole thing. Well, it, it, it's an odd yeah. family. Yeah, yeah it is. He, it's he, so he, he, he yeah. is an odd guy. Yeah, yeah. you can see he's a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see that the son is he's a weird kid. You know, yeah. so he, he has, has his friend. issues. Yeah. But he, yes, and he he the way he talks and yeah. and, and she's so. Trying to be so nice, like she said, like sort yeah. of gullible, like a yeah. country girl. Yeah. Just yeah, very naive. It's this, yeah. it's yeah. this odd, simple-minded, odd yeah. family that yeah. they've been put in this. It's like maybe this will push them over the edge. Yeah, yeah. maybe they, maybe they were targeted, so mm. they were the easy victims, but yeah, they weren't. Well, in the, the end, end, they weren't. Yeah. yeah. So really, in all that horror and all that gore, only one person dies. Mm. That we, that we see. Yeah, the chef. Yeah. And then Jack, I guess. And Jack, yeah. Freezes. Yeah. Well, did he, yeah. <laughs> or did he? For the last half hour or so, I, yeah, I just kept getting flashbacks of The Simpsons the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. from the bar scene. It does, uh, yeah. I was just imagining Dilute my, my it a little effort. bit. Yeah. Because yeah. they really hit the nail on the head. Oh, they like, do it so They perfectly. do it so well. Yeah. Even when when Marge locks Homer in the pantry and says, "You're not coming out until you're no longer insane," <laughs> and slams the door shut, and, he's and then the he starts food. eating the food, and then the spirits come to pull him out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "No, you gotta kill your family." Yeah. But it's funny. I actually did realize this time when he he mentions that they take all the booze away. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, yeah. Such like for insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Lower Mr. Insurance. Burns yeah. to ensure a, a good winter's <laughs> honest work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, shall we give it a rating out of 10? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go last this time. Okay. <laughs> In the past, I have rated it as one of my two 10 out of 10s. Mm-hmm. Viewing it tonight, I can see it's not a perfect movie, but it's, it really is a fantastic movie, so I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's definitely an excellent, excellent film, and so finely directed, especially mm-hmm. right from the beginning those camera shots, the music, the tone, everything. Because this was the first Stanley Kubrick film that I have seen. And I, I knew that he obviously he's such a, he was such a famous director and everyone you know, rates his films really highly. And I'd never had the chance to see this and judge this for myself. But seeing this film, I could really tell. I think, I think my viewing experience was... Like a bit diluted, is that the word that you used? Mm. Yeah, a bit diluted because I've seen so many other films and TV shows that have been influenced by this film and taken certain scenes and quotes and either use them as inspiration or use them in a sarcastic way, I guess, like The Simpsons. So I think if I had seen this film without any of that, any of those external influences, I would probably have given it a nine. Having seen it now in the way that I have, I'd probably give it eight and a half. For me, it's one of those things, like Adam mentioned, like for him to be perfect film, it's got to be one association and the time you first saw it. Mm. And then, yeah, do you think about it for days and weeks? Yeah. And definitely, for me as well, it was probably a 10 um, for, yeah, the first time I watched it and then all the other times. And then after tonight, I think I'm going to go with a 9. It's, it is, it's a masterpiece of its genre mm. and... Uh, yeah, it obviously it blows your mind and leaves you really hanging mm. and really tests your uh, your brain. Yeah, you just want to know more. And 
Does anyone have a, a pop culture rant for tonight? <laughs> when you mentioned Stanley Kubrick's movies, A Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah I, seen that. I still haven't seen that. You haven't seen, seen it? I've seen it. <laughs> oh, it's unreal. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Clockwork, it's, it's one of those movies as I've watched it a couple of times in my life. And, you know, when I first watched it, I was a bit like freaked out, but mm-hmm. I thought it was sort of cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, but I thought I'll probably never watch this again. And then I watched it again. <laughs> Bit yeah. older, I'm like, you know, yeah, this yeah. is pretty cool. I can appreciate some certain yeah. things, and then I watched it again, say about a year ago, and I'm like, oh, I like this. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a very good movie mm-hmm. and very uh, out there, unreal. Yeah, yeah. Like Real even nowadays, movie. there's yeah. nothing yeah. I can think that's like that. It wow. really hits some, um, yeah, yeah. It really pushes some limits, as in what you could show. Yeah, yeah. I think it was banned in many countries, and yeah, really, because isn't there a pretty full on rape there, scene? Yeah, there's full on, there's full on rape scene, and wow. And there's, you know, the main the, the main characters. Mm-hmm. It's just following these villains around, um, yeah. and ultimately the whole point is the movie. Without wrecking it, shows like <laughs> you should, you know, your consequence, like what you do has consequences. Mm. Ultimately, in the end, it shows that you can get away with it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So it's pretty, Not a very good message. Yeah, no, but it's a great journey yeah. to go on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I had, I've got a bit of a beef with. Something that happened in Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you up to date? No, not up to date. The whole season. All right, I can't season. talk about this yeah, then. That's but... like pain with Dunkirk, mate. <laughs> I can leave the room. You can but, talk about it. <laughs> uh, no, it's just something. It's something that happened. That ugh, something that happens that in my mind, like when you're in the room watching, it, you go, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening." But looking back on it now, I'm like, "Wait, how did that even?" Yeah. Like, there's some. There's a really. There's a really practical thing that does not make sense <laughs> when you look at it from a practical point of view. You're like, yeah. nah, that's impossible. That couldn't have happened." And they just chucked it in for the effect. Uh, well, yeah, the they kind of like they gloss over that part and just yeah. skip to like the result, and you're like, "Wait, uh, okay. no, how did they?" Yeah. Now, let, let me know when you're up to date because I know yeah, we need to discuss this today. with you. Yeah. <laughs> And I did them a bit differently this time. Yeah. I, I did them a bit bigger and. I bought more butter or something. Oh, it's no same amount of butter. I saw the thing on Facebook, it was like this picture that had like 12 different cookies and it showed they all looked different. It's like more butter, mm. you know, to show you how yeah. if it's too fluffy, then add more butter, you know. I didn't read the article, but... <laughs> oh, it's freezing out. It's it very is... excess light out there. It's very shining like. Yeah, very shining like. It's really misty and creepy. There's no one around on no. the highway out here. Yeah. How many cars are in the street, but no yeah. one's around? <laughs> Good luck with that. It's going to be fun. Yes, but it's fun. Oh, we can edit it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> Grind away. So I'm... I'm pretty interested to watch this for the. <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> <laughs>